Hey, what's up? I'm Dexter from Pubs. Thank you for joining this podcast, Train Your Dog. Today we're going to touch on uh, why play games, right? Because they are fun, right? And I have 12 tips uh, for you to look at or visit or to learn the 12 skill set, uh, you know, to engage games with your dog, uh, whether is it indoor, outdoor, or at both uh, situations. Pups promote positive interaction with animals and pups, your companion for life. You can find us on our website, www.pups.com.sg. Pups as in P-U-P-S. And you also can find us at uh, YouTube uh, with the handler of Pups Jamming Studio and also at uh, our own blog where we are at Pups Blog Series. We are also available on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter with the handler of Pups SG, which is P-U-P-S S-G. In our show, uh, we welcome feedback and uh, review uh, of this podcast, right? Uh, so uh, we, uh, we, we are glad that, you know, from our anchor, uh, we do have a facility to, you know, to allow our uh, listener to leave down their message and to give us uh, the form of a feedback and please do so at uh, you know uh, anchor.fm slash train dash your dash dog and I appreciate you again uh, for putting in the uh, the effort for the feedback and you can find out uh, you can find out the details uh, at the uh, bottom of our uh, description this week topic is why play games because they are fun Let's look at what do you mean by uh, playing games. So in uh, in the Cam- Cambridge Dictionary, right, games is defined as an entertaining activity or sport, especially one played by children, or the equipment needed for such an activities. So here there are the games such as the board game, the indoor computer games. The children play a game of cops and robbers. I told the children to put their toys and games away. And another form, another definition is a particular compet, uh, competi- competition, a match or occasion where people play a game. So a game of chess, tennis, or baseball. Right? The third definition will be willing, willingness to do things that are new, difficult, or that involve risk. So she's game up, she's game for anything game for dogs usually games for dogs are to uh, you know uh, find fun fun ways to keep your dog entertained uh, keep them active busy and out of trouble that's what we are doing there are three main uh, benefits for games right uh, first of all is to challenge your dog uh, to be mentally uh, stimulated uh, which is very important because uh, our dogs are not all dogs are couch potato uh, some of us are having some very interesting and very uh, active dogs, uh, which you need to basically, uh, you know, motivate them, uh, keep them active, keep them fulfilled, and that's how you can keep your dog happy, right? The second thing is basically is to train the brain, right? So the brain training comes in the form of teaching the dog different form of exercise, teaching him, for example, how to do a clicker training, you know, how to get your dog to perform a certain sets of obstacle certain set of uh, behavior and that is all brain training or basically you can get your dog to you know sift through a pile of uh, clothes to basically find a toy so the dog basically needs to use his brain 
to overcome uh, the current difficulty and that helps to build the brain and the brain will become active and the dog will be a healthy and satisfied dog. And you also are looking into entertaining, uh, the entertainment of the dog. Right? So if you can continue to keep your dog occupied, as we often say, a satisfied dog is a happy and obedient dog. How do we keep our dog entertained? Uh, that is a very broad question because if you search and sift through the internet, you realize that there is a really a big chunk of uh, information that is uh, provided in the World Wide Web. Uh, where we, then you will need to be able to sift through the individual exercise and then to select something that uh, will be fitting uh, to your dog and to the breed standard, right? And that is called for some form of thinking and putting a little bit of effort to, uh, you know, to motivate your dog. Uh, as uh, as a, a matter of uh, com conversation, actually, uh, we need to break down uh, the exercise or the games uh, in the form of indoor and outdoor activity, right? Because again, we uh, we may be, you know, need to uh, uh, motivate our dogs in a different setting. Uh, you know, like going for walks uh, is a form of great exercise, but what must we do? And then when we are indoor, in the time of, uh, you know, a thunderstorm or heavy rain, or we have no time uh, to bring our pup, uh, push out. So what do we do? Right, we need to look at also uh, the uh, indoor games. So this session, we are going to concentrate on 12 games uh, that will provide or uh, that we will discuss and help you to build on the games and how you can motivate your dogs and also how to play the game with them, which is uh, this is uh, this, talk, this podcast is all about. I have basically uh, segregated them to two categories, indoor games, the outdoor games, and those that you can basically use on both occasions. Right, so let's start with the indoor game. So indoor games are really uh, games that you play at home or within your yard, you know, or a place that is uh, under shelter uh, where uh, you doesn't have a free room space to do, right? So that's, these are indoor games. So indoor games are like, for example, you know, the fine game, right? You can teach your dog to find a tree, right? Uh, so what we do usually, uh, we will put a dog on a stay and uh, I will let the dog smell the treat and then I will say stay and I will walk, you know, go to my, you know, my, uh, my couch and I will leave the treat just, uh, you know, at the corner of the couch. And then I will go back and to my dog and I will show him my empty fingers, right? And then smell the food again. And this time I say go, fine, right? And I will encourage the dog to go and find the treat, right? So theoretically, uh, at the very first start, we should always make it easy so the dog will just advance. Uh, progress to find the treats and when you located the treats then I will be uh, you know very happy and very uh, 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 you know excited and I'll say good boy and then I will come back and reward him heavily right so that is the fine game the next will be the high-end-seat uh, high-end-seat game will includes the owner uh, sometimes we can play uh, the owner uh, sometimes the high-end-seat can involve the toy as well so depending on your dogs, uh, whether is a dog a toy motivated or is a dog a food motivated uh, dog, uh, usually I will try to build uh, my dog on both game so that I have a two repertoire of skill uh, and and uh, able to use and I can use both rewards and toy to motivate my dog, which is uh, it's going to be an added bonus to you. Uh, when in times when you are just out of treats, you know you can use the toy as a form of reward and your dog will love to do that 
right? So the high-end state will be very simple. Uh, let's say I'm using the toy. I will be, you know, putting the dog maybe hook onto the a dog knock. I will take a toy and I will try to teach the dog make a lot of noise, uh, creating a lot of excitement. And I want to see that my puppy is, uh, you know, very eager to come and search for my toy or wanted the toy. And then I will run and hide, you know, the toy maybe behind a door. You know, I come back again with my empty hand, uh, empty hand, you know, uh, you know, and uh, I let the dog then search for the toy, right? So this time he goes for the toy and he's able to retrieve the toy and I will go and play with him. Uh, you know, some, uh, you know, tuck of wall, you know, or something to do with chasing the toy, right? And then that is heavily rewarded. And so if I were to play with a human, uh, it's going to be the same. So I will need a helper uh, holding the leash uh, on the dog. And then the, the, I will let the owner tease the dog and run and hide behind the, uh, the dog. And then this time the helper will then give the dog a find command. And then say go find, right? And then you will see the dog rushing to find the owner. When he reaches the owner, this time very important, uh, the, the owner will need to play with the dog first, right? And then eventually, uh, you know, the, the helper will then take over the toy and engage the dog and then will end the exercise with the helper, right? So this is the uh, important uh, part of this game, right, that you need to remember. So for a less physical game, uh, we can look at those uh, interactive toys. You know, for example, uh, you know, the, 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 the puzzle games, uh, the Kong toy, you know, the dispenser games, uh, uh, food dispenser toy. These are interactive toys, right? And these are good toys uh, that will be able to self-sustain the, uh, the, the, the excitement with the dog. You are able to make the dog really wanted to go for that game and wanted to use his brain, you know, to figure out how can he earn that food, right? So for example, you're using a, 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 a ball that fills with treats where the dog needs to push the ball around. So this sort of interactive game uh, promotes the dog, you know, uh, you know, ability to challenge himself, you know, in, in the face of difficulty. What must he do, right? He mustn't give up. He needs to think how to move that toy in order to gain the reward. So these are very good uh, brain game uh, that will help our dogs to be physically uh, mentally stimulated, right? So that is quite important. Right, and the uh, next toy that you can play uh, typically would be like nose game, uh, you know, uh, uh, sorry, nose work. So you can actually teach the dog to search for the toy. Right, for example, uh, you, you can have three identical, uh, you know, cup, and then you can show the dog uh, the food, and then you put into the put underneath the cup, right, and then you ask the dog to go and find. So the dog will go and find, and when he hit. When he hits the right uh, uh, placement of reward under that, that cup, and if he stop down there and indicate, okay, let's reward the dog by, uh, you know, by a click and treat, like a CT, and then reward the dog, right? And then you can increase the difficulty, you know, eventually by shuffling the, the, the I mean, the, what do you call it, the cups around, so that you, make, that you increase the difficulty where the dog started to learn how to use the nose, right? And that will become a very interesting game uh, end of the day. Right, and of course you also can do like new tricks, uh, you know, uh, teaching an old dog new tricks is always possible. And you know, new tricks basically uh, provides the excitement, uh, the challenging aspect of that dog and having able to overcome, you know, and happily learning that skill set. And then of course, 
gaining lots of reward. You know, this is what uh, your dog would love to get, right? And this is the uh, you can play a lot of uh, new treats, right? And in and the and the last indoor game that you can play, uh, uh we will call it uh, basically like clicker training, uh, but in the form of free shipping. Uh, this would be one of the highest level of indoor games, uh, where we need the dog to basically understand and be willing to offer behavior and then we will be able to shape the dog to do anything for example right, i want to shape the dog basically to go into the crate and sit inside the crate on its own so what i will do i will basically uh start with you know uh, presenting the crate and once the dog look at the crate i will i will do a ct and a reward right and i'll re and i'll reward again every time the dog looks at the the, the crate right and eventually Right when the dogs uh, move towards on its own, move towards the uh, you know uh, the taking a, a sniff on the on the on the crate. That's where I will CT again, and I will continue to increase that uh, criteria slowly into inching. You know, approximating uh, by allowing my puppy to move closer to the crate, right? Uh, and by inching nearer to the crate, eventually, you know, by smelling the crate. And then you know, uh, at the end of the exercise, willing to get into the crate, you know, and do a sit or do a down inside the crate, right? And that is all by uh, the willingness of the dog and without any prompting from outside. Uh, and uh, and shaping takes a lot of energy, a lot of uh, you know coordination, a lot of patience, and that builds uh, your dog with a lot of thinking, right? Your dog will end up becomes a thinking dog. Of course, when we do the crate game. Uh, we will always remove the door. Uh, we will also remove the top uh, portion of the crate so that it becomes less threatening and it doesn't make the you know the the, the crate uh, uh, scarier, right? So your puppy will be willing to get into the crate for the fun. So let's go into the uh, outdoor games, right? The outdoor games are, for example, tug of war. You know, tug of war are very uh, uh, important games. Uh, of course, tug of war also can be done in indoor, uh, but usually due to the uh, energy that you want from the dog, an uh, outdoor will be a more uh, appropriate uh, position to train. So what you want to do, the Tower of War promotes two things, right? One, the engagement of the game. And second thing, the dog will realize that the, the toy, when it's not on your hand, it becomes a dead toy, right? So there's no more fun, no activity, you know, uh, the toy is no more uh, exciting, right? So the dog will then begin to understand, right, when I need to play a game, I need the owner to be involved. So Tower War promotes the owner becoming the uh, one of the aspect where you know which is critical to make the toy becomes alive. And when we're able to do the Tower War with him, you know that will build the game and that will build the drive. So what we do, uh, you know, we will just tease the dog with the toy. You know, every time the dog mouth on the toy, I will CT, right, and I'll pay the dog, right, and eventually I can move into the Tower War. Uh, with a little bit more uh, pressure and as I pull the toy uh, and the dog pulls back I'm going to let go right and the dog will win the toy and again it will be CT and that will be rewarded right and eventually we goes into the uh, the tug of war where we pull tug and let go pull tug and let go and it becomes an engagement game right where the dog tug and our tug the dog tug and our tug and then it becomes very fun because every time the hands the, the, the tug of war is on the hands of the owner and when the dogs with the mouth on the toy it becomes a game of tug of war right and becomes very very fun and the dog will love that engagement game we can also do uh, what we call uh, DIY agility courses uh, and uh, you know you can have some tunnels that you buy from IKEA 
you know, you have some jumps that you can self-make yourself, you know, where we can do some DIY courses, right? The idea again is to build some fun courses for the dog to negotiate and to again gain the reward, right? So that is all uh, uh, about the agility game. So doing a, uh, what we call a DIY, you know, uh, for agility creates a, a fun for the dog to, you know, uh, understand, uh, going through a sequence of exercise, you know, having uh, the engagement with the owner and build the fun, which is very important, right? Okay, so that is the uh, important part of the uh, DIY agility game, right? And we can also do, uh, you know, a lot of dogs to work for food, right? So we do a lot of simple routine outside our, our outdoor, you know, for example, when I goes outdoor, you know, when a dog goes for a sit, I will CT and a reward, right? And I was walking, and if my dog look back at me, again, I will CT and a reward, right? So these are uh, uh, potential uh, points that you can basically create and then build upon it so that your dog knows that every time he pay attention to you, he's going to get a reward, right? So this is the important uh, parts of the exercise, right? So, um, and then, of course, uh, you can do things like uh, you know, playing frisbee, you know, teach the dog to do the frisbee uh, training. Uh, in, the, in the very onset, I will be teaching the dog to chase the disc, right, which is like I will roll on the floor and increase some excitement. And also the dog will start chasing the, the frisbee, right? Uh, but let's say your dog is not interested in frisbee. So what I'll do, I will start feeding my dog on the frisbee. You know, I'll give water on the frisbee. Or feed his meal on the frisbee so he has to love the frisbee before he can have his meal right that will basically builds a good association a positive association and then he begins to like this and then you can start doing uh, as i mentioned rowing the disc you know let the dog chase the disc uh, as it's rowing you know like simulating like a, a rabbit that run across the field uh, where he has to go for in a full force to bite that disc and bring back to you right and then ends up it can become a tower war with the disc Right, that builds the interest. Uh, and then eventually, you can basically teach him how to take in mid-air. Right, where I started to teach my puppy how to take uh, the disc, right, and he will be able to then grab as I let go the disc uh, in mid-air, where he will take. Right. Eventually, we can move on to a flying disc, which means that uh, I can then float the disc, and then the dog will have to go for the take. Right. And this can be very fun because the dog will be so focused, so determined, you know, and he will be so happy to work with you because, uh, you know, of all the fun with the disc. And it's again, without the owner, this game is not going to be alive and fun. Another game you can play outdoor would be, for example, if you're going for a walk, right? Allow the dog to sniff, right? Sniffing is a uh, exercise where the dog will basically utilizing, you know, his uh, sensing power, uh, his sensory, you know, his brain to understand uh, what kind of smell is there. I know it's like us reading a, a book or reading a newspaper, right? Every day, you know, uh, the dog will know that, okay, there are certain types of dog that's coming here, you know, by smelling the so-called the urine, is able to find out that the dog is of what age, what kind of sex is he already in season, you know, is, he, is, is, is a dog going to be a tough dog? Is a dog or is it a, a, a dog that I can, uh, I can basically dominate? So these are the information that your dogs will learn. And by sniffing the ground, allows your dog to really, you know, fully develop his sensory, right? So that is very important. And I, I will recommend you to allow your dog to sniff. So these are uh, activities that will basically expand, stimulate, 
your dog mentally and you know uh, and physically and emotionally which is very critical and uh, last but not least the last thing I will do will be the active play right again these are outdoor games uh, uh, which we will need to build on that uh, active play will be for example like uh, what we agility people say the foundation work right so I want the dog to chase me uh, you know in and out you know I would want my dog to basically do you know chase the toy game you know, where I will hold the dog I will throw the ball and then I will say go and then we together we will rush towards the toy you know at the higher speed and let him go for the toy with the full kill right and that will satisfy you know your puppy right so these are very good simulating uh, exercise that you're able to do uh, to build that 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 uh, that that challenging dog you know and uh, you know so that he can be satisfied and that helps you to to have a satisfied dog which then makes it busy you know and then it's out of trouble right so this is what uh, uh, you know all these uh, games are all about so just a caution uh, the games that we engage shouldn't be overdone uh, we don't want our puppy to feel sick and tired of the game uh, we wanted to call off the game when he's still like wanting to go for more and that will ensure that the next time when we ask him for the game, right, he, will, he will be so willing to come forward and then we'll play the game with you. And that would be a good uh, playing partner. So I want to thank you for, you know, again listening to us on uh, our Pups podcast, Train the Dog, uh, on why play games, uh, because they are fun. Right, again, uh, however, I want to maybe take this time to thank you. Once again, you can find us at pups.com.sg which is P-U-P-S. Pups has a trainer academy to nurture, train, educate, and motivate all trainers to better equip ourselves with skill, knowledge, experience, and to ensure continuous education to keep abreast with the field of dog training. Pups Dog Training, we provide Puppy 101, Pet Dog, and Dog Sport Training. And our flagship program, our Dog Obedience Life Skill Program, and also the Puppy Fundamentals Obedience Classes and Puppy Fundamental Agility Classes and Behavioral Consulting. Thanks again for listening to our podcast and we hope you like it and I'll see you again in our next podcast. Thanks. See you, yeah? Ha 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 ha